BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Charles drives and dumps. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars wrap up non-conference play against the Texas Southern Tigers. The 10-2 Cougars are back at home, looking to improve on a very, and I mean very nice, non-conference record. BYU took care of business on Thursday, defeating Idaho State at the Marriott Center 85-71. to Now, the big story out of that game was the play of sophomore forward Peyton Dastrup. Peyton played 14 minutes. Ended up scoring a career-high 14 points. Yoli Childs was his normal self, scoring a game-high 20 points. Also, a game-high 8 rebounds while dishing out a career-high 4 assists. There's only one more hurdle in front of BYU before WCC play begins on Thursday. And by the way, BYU will be taking on the Portland Pilots on Thursday. That would be tonight's matchup with the ON12 Texas Southern Tigers. As many of you know, the Tigers have played all 12 of their games so far on the road. I'm talking true road games. They've played the country's toughest schedule. Listen to these opponents that they've faced, again, in true road games. At Gonzaga, at Washington State, at Ohio State, at Syracuse, at Kansas, at Clemson, at Oakland, at Toledo, at Oregon, at Baylor, at Wyoming, and then at TCU. Tonight's game in Provo will be their 13th and final road game before finally playing a home game coming up on January 1st. The Tigers, they will be without their best player tonight. 5'7 guard Trey Jefferson, he's averaging 24 points per game. And our heartfelt condolences go out to Trey and his family. Trey's father was shot and killed earlier this week, so understandably, he did not make the trip for the game tonight. Tonight's player interview is with Peyton Dastrup, who, as I mentioned, is coming off a career night against Idaho State with 14 points. Peyton was perfect from the field, going 5 for 5. He has provided such a lift off the bench, especially with the injury to Dalton Nixon. He's one of my favorites to talk to, and I talked with him about his big night. Here's our conversation. During the game on Thursday night, I called your game Threelicious. Uh, your thoughts? Maybe it's a staple. <laughs> I mean... There was a pause there. You were debating whether or not you liked Threelicious. I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about it. I mean, it, it's, pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty convenient. I mean, it fits what, what I've been able to do the past couple of games. And so I'm just trying to be an all-around player. And, and fortunately, I've been able to knock down some threes, some four for four in my past threes. So, I mean, I'm just going to knock down open shots when, they, when, when the guards pass to me. And, and we'll just keep getting wins. What has led to this for you? Just just keep working, waiting for your opportunity? I mean, because you've really taken advantage of the minutes you're getting right now. For sure. I mean, I know the coaches have, have been talking to me and trying to instill confidence in me, um, more so on the defensive end, because I know what I'm capable of offensively. And I've been able to showcase that um, Saturday and today as well. Little by little, I knock down open shots, make solid passes to guys for open shots as well. Um, but on the defensive end of the floor is where we're really trying to get better and be the glue of, of what we're trying to do this season. And so if I can keep doing what I'm doing defensively, it's going to convert offensively for our whole team, not just myself. And so as long as we're, as long as we're doing that, we're going to keep this win streak going. 
against Idaho State, back and forth early on, but it seemed like at one point you guys just said enough is enough and just kind of turned it on. What was that switch that was flipped? Um, defensively, we just talked about, um, I mean, we knew that they were really good shooters. The past four games, they'd been 4-0 and would average 81 points per game. They're a really good team, so they've got a great big man uh, in Topalovic and great shooters in Stutzman um, and the kid from Hungary. I don't remember his name, but we knew that was going to be a tough assignment to be able to limit the post touches but also close out on shooters. And they, they hung with us for a while, but then finally we said, all right, it's our turn to make a run, separate, and they made a little bit of a run in the second half as well, but I think ultimately our tenacity defensively was what got us the win, and we weren't perfect, um, but it was enough to get us the win. Regardless of the streak, you guys have now won seven in a row. You guys are playing really well. You guys also look like you're having a lot of fun. How much fun are you guys having right now? Oh, it's a blast. I mean, me and Evan and Luke on the bench when we were out there, I look down and I see Evan when we hit a three playing the guitar, and I'm like, all right. Luke, you're singing. I'm playing the drums. So next time we hit a three, let's do it. So hopefully, if there's a rerun of the game sometime, look for the look for the trio, uh, the BYU boys on the bench. Uh, Is that the name, the BYU boys? I, I just came up with that. I just coined that term. So we'll see. Maybe in the off season, we've got a gig or two set up at the Wilk or something like that. But if not, keep coming to the games and supporting us this season. One more non-conference game Saturday against Texas Southern. How crazy to th- is it to think that it's almost conference time? Uh, it is crazy. I mean, this, these past two or three months have gone by really quick. Really quick. Um, we knew that it, it, the season's a blur. In the moment, it's 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 slow mo, and we're trying to to handle what we've got going on. But to think that we we've played 12 games now. Um, about to finish our 13th and then go into a conference that is proving a lot of people wrong. We thought it was going to be a weak conference as it's been dubbed in the past, um, but there's a lot of solid teams. And it's going to be it's going to be a battle every single week to play two teams here or on the road or a road and away. So our focus is going to stay the same, um, keep ourselves together defensively, keep knocking down open shots, and and trust the coaches and. and that's how we're going to get the wins that we've gotten so far. Besides the game this week, you've obviously got to deal with finals too. How do you think your finals have gone? Um, yet to really look at them. I, I like to take them all before I give them a look. And, and just when I take one, I release all that information, move on to the next one. And um, on Saturday, I honestly didn't even look at a book because I knew that it was going to be a huge moment against the Utah game. And I rose to the occasion, fortunately, and I uh, was able to help contribute to that huge team win. Um, but Sunday was a lot of studying. Yesterday, uh, or Monday and Tuesday were a lot of studying, and I finished them up um, yesterday morning. And so it's been a relief to, to get that off our mind and just have the next three weeks to be strictly basketball and getting our bodies right for the long grind of conference. And so um, I'm hoping they were good, but I'm glad that we got this win, and that's the main focus. You've got one more game, and then it's Christmas. Do you guys you have any family coming in for this final game, or are you going to play the game and then, then go home? What, what are your plans? I'll play the game, fly home Sunday morning, be with the family for, I don't know, 36 hours, <laughs> and I'll come back for practice on, my, on, on Tuesday. Uh, and then we're going to be grinding, getting ready for Portland. Uh, my family will be in town the next uh, week or so. They'll, I think they'll be here for the next two games this week, and then they may go over to California for, for San Fran. Um, next Thursday, but um, excited to see them this weekend, excited to get this win, and excited to keep on playing with these guys. All right, last thing. What does Peyton Dastrup want for Christmas? And I'm taking a win off the table. That is a given that you want to win. What do you want for Christmas? What are you hoping to get? I want a moped, a motor scooter. <laughs> really? Yeah, I one of, one of the student athletes, Maddie Lyons-Matthews, 
uh, was kind enough to, to let me use hers for about a month or so. And it was it was during the spring semester, I think, April or May, and it was so nice to have just cruising around Provo. Oh, hey, everyone. Nice parking on campus. That's, that's an, uh, an extra bonus. It was baby blue, and so people were giving me some looks like, what the heck is this, new, this guy nearly seven feet riding around on a baby blue scooter, so might have to go for a, maybe a nice black or gray to, to, to accompany my, you know, my masculinity and stuff like that. So, I mean, if, but if that, that would be the top of the is, list. Is that a possibility? I mean, is there a possibility you're getting one? It could be. I mean, I've yet to really kind of throw it out as an idea because I know it's, it's a bit pricey. And so if it doesn't end up happening on Monday, then I'm not going to, like, throw a fit with my parents and be like, oh, you didn't give me a scooter. But... Um, well that that would be really cool to get, but if not, um, I just I just hope that all Cougar Nation spends a, spends a holiday safe and sound with their families and their loved ones. Peyton, great job! You are a blast to watch. You're a blast to hang out with. Good luck against Texas Southern and Merry Christmas. Appreciate it. Go Cougs. I am really holding out hope that Peyton ends up getting said moped because uh, he promised me on BYU Sports Nation yesterday that if he got one, uh, that he would give me a ride on campus. So don't hate if you see me riding on the back of Peyton Dastrup's scooter, maybe on my way to uh, to cover an event. I'm just saying, really hoping he gets that. Coming up next, we're going to head to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75, 66, a sock attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back in. Cougar Pregame Live. Getting you ready for the final non-conference game for the BYU Cougars, hosting the Tigers of Texas Southern. Let's head over to the Marriott Center. It's time for our courtside conversation. The one and only Mark Durant. Merry Christmas, Mark. How are you? Hi, Stratton. I'm doing great. Merry Christmas to you and to everyone. Uh, it's a great time of year and just uh, enjoying the, the time off. And now we got some basketball and a lot of good food, a lot of treats. Man, this is this is living, Jason. Without, without a doubt. And this BYU basketball team is bringing a lot of cheer to Cougar fans. They've now won seven in a row. Uh, the win over Idaho State was like so many others. You had a team effort. Guys stepped up and just pulled off another W. Yeah, I really like, Jason, uh, the way this team plays. And, you know, I'm kind of an old school guy, and it's maybe a different era, but uh, I, I really enjoy watching BYU play basketball because of their unselfishness, uh, because they play as a team. They, You know, different guys stepping up different nights. They, they play hard. They play hard defense. Uh, they, they're committed to principles. They're committed to being good on defense. They're they're not throwing up crap. They 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 work hard at getting good looks to the right people. And uh, I mean, all those things translate into success for me. And uh, it's just fun to watch them. They got they got good personalities. Uh, I think they have fun out on the floor. And uh, so so yeah. I mean, the seven wins. I don't care who you play. Uh, it's it doesn't happen very often, and I think it's a testament to to the way this team plays and how and their commitment to doing certain things and the coaching staff and everybody involved uh, contributes to that. So it's it's been fun to watch. I hope we we see a lot more wins ahead in this. 
All right. I th- we're having some technical issues with the connection over at the Marriott Center. We've lost Mark. Uh, we'll hopefully get back to him for uh, just a, a few more minutes uh, before we wrap up Cougar pregame live. Uh, the good news is we've got a lot of games to update you on. In uh, Well, quite frankly, we've got top 25 scores. We've got NBA scores. We've got college football. And we've got NFL. We will get to those coming up in a second because I think we have Mark Durant back. Uh, Mark, are you with us? Hey, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I Greg uh, spilled some Mountain Dew on the board. I, no, he did. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, and this kind of goes to what we were just talking about in terms of a team effort and, and just really fun to watch. One of the guys who's been really fun to watch and see his game come alive as of late is Peyton Dastrup. He's really played nicely coming off a career night against the Bengals with 14 points. What has P. Daddy, and that's, by the way, his his new name on Twitter, P. Daddy, what's he added to this group? Well, I I love watching Peyton play, and, and, you know, watching him last year, I'm sure it was frustrating at times, not playing as much as he'd like, and this year as well. I mean, but uh, he's a consummate team guy. He's a guy out there in, in the announcements, and he's getting everybody fired up, and he's doing the stuff on the sideline and always engaged. You know, I appreciate guys like that, that, uh, you know, e- even when personally it might be frustrating and disappointing, you, you know, you're part of a team and you're, you, you rejoice in the success of your teammates. And that, so it, it makes me happy when guys like that do get a chance and to take advantage of it. And, and, and he's earned more minutes because of how he plays when he's on the floor. And that's bottom line is if you want to play, then when you get a chance, take advantage of it. And he was terrific in the Utah game and even better against Idaho State. And uh, he's a big guy that can shoot. And, uh, you know, as shooters, you, it, it's hard when you're only getting one shot every couple games. Uh, but if, if he can get a few shots a game and get that stroke down, obviously, you know, he's proven he, he can really knock it in. And when you've got a four guy or a five guy that can stretch the floor like that, and you're bringing the defender out, you've got to come out and guard you, and it allows him and a couple times he gives a pump fake and then goes to the basket. I mean, it just opens up the floor like you wouldn't believe to have a big guy that can shoot like that. And it opens up for Yoli because that he's not going to get help off the other big big defender down low. And so, I mean, I, I think Peyton can add a lot to this team when you when you factor in his – one of the good things about Peyton is so big, and and he moves so well with that size. So uh, that's, a, that's a combination that's very difficult to guard. When, when you're a threat from the perimeter, and you can and that, that makes it very, very difficult. So I, I hope Peyton continues to play well, continues to get time, and uh, – you know, it's one of those things you're, you're just happy that it happened to such a good guy. And, and I know it's been frustrating for him and his, his parents. And, you know, you, you know, you work hard to get here. And, uh, and now he's getting a chance. And I hope he can continue to perform. And he worked hard over the summer and lost some weight, which makes him uh, more viable out on the floor. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got all the tools. And now he's getting uh, the chance to prove what he can do. And he's doing it. So uh, I see more minutes for Peyton in the future, and that's going to help BYU. Yeah, he went into the offseason and lost 40 pounds, and, you know, good for him. It's it's something that he's talked about just uh, how much better he feels, and now, you know, that he's getting an opportunity, he's really taking advantage of that. Uh, You and I have both talked a lot about the improved defense that we're seeing out of this Cougar team, and you, you mentioned defense a few minutes ago talking about it, and maybe that's the answer to this question. But where do you think BYU's proven themselves most, in your opinion, since the start of the year? Well, uh, you know, 
We talked about the defense, but let's talk about shooting. I mean, uh, they had some games. We, we watched a, a couple games together side-by-side side, Brooklyn, Jason, and, yep. and it was ugly. I mean, they could not make a three, and it's, it's too bad because I think they could have really played with Alabama if they would have just hit some threes, and, and they squeaked one out against UMass. But, I mean, they, they had several of those games. UT Arlington, obviously, at home, they shot awfully from the three-point line. But So I really worried – uh, at that point, is this a team that's going to be able to hit threes consistently? Because without it, then you're completely relying on your defense. And they did that at Princeton. It worked out all right. But you just can't expect uh, to win games if you're not shooting a decent number from threes. I'm not even talking about just like 30%. I'm talking they were down in the 20s and teens sometimes. College basketball, you got to shoot well from the three-point line. But lately, last few games, they've just uh, been lighting it up and and they're around, I think, around 38%. Uh, if you shoot around 40% from three and 50% from the field, you're not going to lose a lot of games. And that's that's right around where they're averaging right now. And, and they they just seem to be more confident, more consistent. Elijah Bryant's terrific. Uh, you add in Peyton. You add McKay, who's a great three-point shooter. Uh, that, that was kind of the, the, the weakness I saw for this team. And they're turning it into uh, a strength. You know, we just read Ether 1227 the other day as a family, and uh, that's kind of what's happened at BYU. That weakness is now seemed to be a real strength for BYU, and they, and it, you know it's it's contagious too. If if one guy's making threes, other guys start making them, and and you've got more depth now. So if one guy's off, you can bring in a guy that might be able to knock down a shot, and so that really helps. And when you combine really efficient offense and good shooting with with the kind of defense BYU's playing, that's you know they're. There's a reason why they're having success, and uh, that's the big part of it. Not only does Mark Durant drop the basketball knowledge, he drops the scriptural knowledge, and I love it. Uh, Texas Southern, as we know, has not won a game. They're 0-12. We all know how difficult their schedule is. I mentioned that at the beginning of Cougar Pregame Live, all of the road games they played. We did find out earlier today they're going to be without their best player in Trey Jefferson after the tragic uh, death of his father. What is the key to playing a, in a game like this against a team that, that certainly comes in at 0-12? It, it's, it's, a very, it's a very weird, um, I would imagine it's a very weird task tonight. Yeah, first of all, you know, condolences go to Trey Jefferson. I just That's just uh, just about the worst thing you could possibly imagine happening to someone, and, and your, your heart breaks for him. And then it's not just him. I mean, these guys on the team are all good friends as your teammates, and I'm sure it affects all of them. So it, uh, that, that's terrible, just awful thing. And uh, so they're going to have to play through that. Plus, you know, they, they haven't had success on the road. But the, the, the teams they've played, I mean, it's just like a list of the final eight and the final four, you know, final four type teams. Uh, so you throw out the, the the no wins out the window. I mean, they're they're a good basketball team. they got a, just a giant uh, a guy in, and uh, Trayvon Reed set plus seven feet. I'm sitting here with my daughter, and he walks out. He's like, he is so tall. I'm going to call him Johnny Longlegs. <laughs> and and he's, so he's impressive, but. Uh, you know, it's going to be an uphill battle without uh, Jefferson. He's their best player. And, and a couple guys, I think, are, are also kind of questionable with some, you know, being late, missing planes and stuff. So they might, they, they could possibly just have one starter start this game tonight. So it, it's a tall order. But the thing of it is, Jason, they're, trust me, they haven't won a game. They are absolutely desperate to, to prove that they can win one. And BYU better be ready because they're a talented team similar in, to, to, to Alabama and Arlington and UMass and the kind of size and athleticism. So it, it, it's it's a real challenge, but no doubt that they've been severely hurt in their chances with uh, with losing Jefferson. 
Mark, great stuff as always. Look forward to hearing you and Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks for the time. Of course, Jason. Thanks, brother. You bet. That's Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college hoops and the National Football League. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. BYU Cougars hosting the Texas Southern Tigers coming up at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Top 25 scores for you, everything with the exception of one game. There's one game that will start later on tonight, uh, number 6 Miami hosting New Mexico State. Everything else in the top 25 is a final. It was number 5 North Carolina defeating Ohio State, 86-72. UCLA upsets number 7 Kentucky, 83-75. West Virginia on top of Fordham, 80 86 to 69. Number 21, Tennessee wins on the road at Wake Forest, 79 to 60. And number 23, Seton Hall, 12 points better than Manhattan at 74 to 62. Tis the season for Saturday National Football League games. One already in the book this afternoon, Baltimore Ravens hosting the Indianapolis Colts. This one went to Baltimore. They defeat Indy 23 to 16. A week, a win next week for the Baltimore Ravens puts them officially in the postseason. And coming up in about 10 minutes, the Green Bay Packers, Jamal Williams and the Green Bay Packers, hosting the Minnesota Vikings. We'll obviously update you throughout the entire evening on how Jamal is doing with the Green Bay Packers. Also one NBA score to update you on, the Utah Jazz, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Just under four minutes to go in the first quarter. Jazz down by five. Thunder with a 19-14 to lead. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, Jason Shepard with you for a few minutes more, working out some technical issues at the Marriott Center. We'll get to... The uh, Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rubel coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on some other games going on in the NBA. Mentioned that the Utah Jazz are hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. An updated score there. Two and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Thunder leading the Jazz 21-18. By the way, in case you're wondering, Donovan Mitchell, the rookie who's missed the last couple of games uh, with an injury back in the starting lineup tonight. That's obviously good news for the Jazz. All right, other games. Third quarter action. Bucks. At Hornets, it is 65-55 in favor of Milwaukee. Also in the third quarter, about three minutes to go. Tight one between the Pacers and Nets. Indiana with a 69-68 lead over Brooklyn. Wizards right now up 28 points on the Orlando Magic. It is 78-50 in the third quarter. Uh, Nearing halftime in Atlanta, the Dallas Mavericks are leading at uh, 
in Atlanta, 48-46 to over the Hawks. Halftime in Boston, the Celtics leading the Chicago Bulls 60-58. to And I believe that we have Greg Rubel back from the Marriott Center. Let's get you over there for the Cougar pregame coaches show. Greg, back to you. Chef, thank you. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah, on this uh, snowy Christmas weekend. Tonight, the BYU Hoopster is playing... The Tigers of Texas Southern hoping to give a Cougar Nation an early Christmas gift with a win tonight. Uh, Greg Grubel here with me courtside. Former Cougar Hoopster Mark Durant. And on this uh, Christmas Eve Eve, Texas Southern visits the Marriott Center. And uh, they put on this uh, this season almost as many miles as Santa will this weekend, I think. They're playing their 13th of 13 true consecutive away games to open the season. They're 0-12, but they have played, as folks maybe know by now, the toughest schedule in the country. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that after their trip they come come away empty-handed like Santa does after he's done. But, listen, I, I look at these guys. They're warming up right in front of us, Greg, and I see an Arlington team or a, an Alabama or UMass, very uh, tall, athletic, uh, quick, uh, talented basketball team. And we talked about their schedule. I mean, you go that's a murderer's road that they've gone on, and they've given some teams a heck of a fight. So this is... A team that you have to be extremely concerned about because it's the type of team that BYU has struggled with this year. Now, they've lost some really good players, and, and some players may play a little bit or, or more than we think, But and, and they're on the, the back of this trip. But, Greg, I'm telling you, if you're on a team that's lost this many in a row, you're absolutely desperate. You want to get a win. This is your last chance. They're going to come after it tonight, and uh, BYU better be ready to go because this team is dangerous. We're watching only nine guys warm up. Texas Southern is down on numbers tonight. We'll talk about that when we hear from Dave Rose next. You're on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Float score again. Just here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, the Cougars' last game before the West Coast Conference schedule gets underway. 10-2 BYU hosting 0-12 Texas Southern tonight. But as Dave Rose well knows, despite the Tigers' winless status, they're a tough team. They've taken a lot of good teams late in the games and have the toughest schedule in the country, as we've talked about this week. But uh, Texas Southern, they're dealing with some tragedy, and they're down on numbers tonight. Uh, leading scorer, Trey Jefferson, just an amazing little player to watch. I say a little player, 5-7, a buck 50. Not with the team. His father was killed midweek. So Trey not with the team. Uh, fellow starting guard Derek Bruce is not with the team. Another starter, Robert Lewis, is injured and will be a game-time decision. And uh, Kevin Scott, who started seven games before leaving injured early in the season, is also not with the team. So Texas Southern and Coach Mike Davis, Mike Davis dealing with some issues. And uh, Coach Rose knows well. A lot of coaches go through any number of unforeseen circumstances in the course of a season. But uh, having a player not with you because uh, a father uh, died uh, just days before the game is certainly a difficult challenge as Coach Rose and I talked about a short time ago. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's really sad. It's, though the one thing about, you know, these jobs and, and, and coaching these, these kids is that, you, you know, the, the way it's presented to the public is, you know, it's, it's a team trying to score more points than the other team. But there's a lot of stories that go on in a, a season as far as uh, the players and their lives and you know what they're trying to overcome and things they're trying to accomplish and i, I tell you any 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 time that you have um a death in the, in the family the immediate family or or you know uh, other family members it's 
it's it's a it's a tragic thing for the team and uh I feel for Mike and, and for his group and 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 hopefully they you know, they they can uh you know, get through this and, and then get started again after the new year. Mike tells me Trey's doing as well as can be expected right now as he's given time to kind of uh just get things solid right in, in his own life before he's ready to play again and then his team is, is down numbers without Trey, of course, and a couple of other guys missing too. And so that's another part of the game too, uh, year to year. Yeah, you know, and I think with what's, uh, what, you know, the interesting thing is with this situation is that, um, you know, you, you prepare for a group. They just played the other night at TCU and played a really good mm-hmm. game. And, and that's kind of the, the film that we're working off of, the scout and to get our – and we didn't have a lot of time. Uh, but we have a pretty good plan, I think, against these guys. And so I think we'll stay with that uh, no matter who they start or who they play. It, it seems to be a team that really loves to drive the ball and get into gaps and then you know, finish at the rim or, or be able to get the ball outside. And so we'll really try to protect against those drives, that dribble penetration. Uh, and then we'll just see kind of how it adjusts and see how the game goes as far as uh, perimeter shots are concerned. You know, we, we, we've... Uh, We've been a, a team that has kind of left that gap open a little bit and then gone home to the three-point shooters, and tonight we're going to adjust that a little bit. Texas Southern's, uh, one of their defining characteristics, I guess, is, is toughness uh, with the schedule they've played and the games they've played, taking some really good teams uh, in, into the closing minutes. Yeah, and, and, you know, Mike, right now, if you look at some of the charts, it's an interesting thing. You, you know, the record is 0-12 and uh, predicted NCAA tournament you yeah. know, participants. Yeah. You know? So, uh, and they've got one of the longest winning streaks in the country at home in their home building. Uh, they just don't very seldom. I mean, they doesn't very often play there as far as the preseason is concerned. So, he'll get back there and he'll play his eight or nine league games. Uh, you know, in at home. But uh, he he's got himself a really good team. He's won the SWAC I think the last three years in a row and uh, is. Uh, you know, is, is a, a really good coach with some really quality players, uh, and it's a veteran team. You know, even though Jefferson, uh, you know, is just a sophomore, the, the guys around him are veteran transfer guys that have uh, been around. Finally, Coach, uh, every coach would love to get into conference with an established rotation, which you've kind of got right now. Uh, you lose a rotation guy in Dalton, but then Peyton kind of, you know, develops into that eighth guy, and that's where you're sitting right now. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm excited to get these guys back. Uh, you know, but but uh, it doesn't look, you know, like Dalt's gonna uh, you're gonna be back anytime, you know, it, real soon. I think Braden, we might get back in practice on Tuesday, uh, which is a, will be really good for us. Uh, just giving us a another inside guy with uh, with presence, and and he's he's an experienced guy that you know hopefully can develop and and get himself in shape, and we can get him back in the game, but. And then Ryan Anders is another one. So those three guys we're, we're just kind of waiting on. But uh, we've got a nice rotation, and, and hopefully that we can you know stay healthy and, and tonight actually execute this, this plan that we've put together in the last you know, 36 hours and, and see how we can do with it. All right. Coach, good luck in your non-conference finale. We'll talk to you post-game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right. All right. That's Dave Rose in tonight's Science Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Cougar tip-off show next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Oh. Shot, score! Dalton makes it! Fly right to the rim, up and in! Eli! 
This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from the Marriott Center here on the BYU campus in Provo. Game three of Cougars' five-game homestand. BYU home to Texas Southern tonight. Cougs on a seven-game win streak. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you. Courtside, our statistician is Tanner Wilkinson. Our scoreboard studio host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Carter Malloy. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Over the air flagship is KSL News Radio. 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You can also get us on our affiliates on the network in Utah and Idaho. And you can listen to us globally online at byuradio.org, byucougars.com, ksl.com, and also on the various apps, the BYU Cougars app, the BYU Radio app, the KSL app, and the TuneIn Radio app all work. And so we're happy you're along and hope you enjoy tonight's broadcast with us. So, Mark, there's a lot of basketball to be played between now and Selection Sunday. But so far... Uh, BYU's navigated its non-conference schedule without any major slip-ups or hiccups. The Cougars' two losses are to pretty good teams, uh, and there have been some solid wins, including three true away wins, and as many games played outside of Provo as here at the Marriott Center so far. So clearly, BYU has to take care of business in league. It's all learned there, but uh, the postseason portfolio came together pretty nicely. I love how BYU's playing. I love watching them play, and after the end of last season, a lot of people weren't un- weren't happy, and I was not happy, and I... I said changes need to be made. This is status quo is not good enough right now. And I credit Dave Rose and his staff for dramatically changing a lot of the things that they've been working for us. We need to make some changes. And when you make changes like that that are, are so dramatic, a lot of times it takes a long time to to kind of get everyone on the same page. But BYU's done it quickly, and I think they're confident, and they play with the swagger, and they believe in each other, and it's a fun, fun basketball team to watch and the kind of basketball that I as a former player and watching over the years that's what I like I like the way they're playing they're doing it the right way and are having some great results Greg well we hope to have great results with our uh, telecommunic telecommunication side of things tonight we've had some uh, hiccups in the broadcast dropping us off the air intermittently we try and we'll have to try that fixed for you tonight as we proceed when the Cougar tip-off show continues Texas Southern head coach Mike Davis we're back after this on the new skin BYU sports network This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. All right. uh, BYU and Texas Southern coming up. Cougars 10-2. Texas Southern 0-12. And and now dealing with some personnel issues tonight. Uh, Coach Mike Davis and I talked about that a short time ago. Uh, Leading scorer for the Tigers is DeMontre Trey Jefferson. 23.4 points a game. But he's not with the team. And Coach uh, Coach Davis talked about that with me a short time ago. Well, yeah, Trey Jefferson's father was killed on Wednesday morning, and, you know, we left him back home so he can kind of get his mind through what's going on. Uh, Hopefully he can uh, can stay strong with everything and, you know, all all our prayers out for him and his family. How has he been? He's been good. I've been texting back and forth with him. Uh, Just let him know that we're thinking about him and see how he's doing. He says he's okay. So without uh, Trey Jefferson uh, on your team tonight, uh, how else does the how does the rest of your roster look uh, coming into the BYU game? Well, last night Robert Lewis got hurt, and Derek Bruce is not here with us on this trip. So 
um, we'll see how it goes. We're down some numbers. We're down. We're down four guys. So we'll, we'll see. Is Devontae Lumpkin available to play for you? Or? He's available. He's available. He's a walk-on. So. Uh, hopefully we can get our guys playing because this is the last game for us. And like I told our guys, our schedule is designed for us to to get better and work hard, not to feel comfortable and uh, and feel good about ourselves, but to really work. And this has been a great schedule for us so far. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, how integral do you think what you've been through and are going to play tonight will help you here in a week or so? Well, we won our league last year, sixteen and two every year, and we played a really difficult schedule every year. This year, we stepped it way, way up than what we did before. And the way you know it's, it's way up is because we ranked number one. In the country's stretching schedule. So, like I said, I don't want to be comfortable. I don't want to feel good. Uh, I just want to get better. And so, this has made us better. And we'll know uh, starting January 1st where we are from how this schedule was uh, the, the design for us to be. But I'm sure that all these league titles you've racked up here in the last few years owe a large part to what you do in November and December. That's it. This is all about working hard. And, you know, we don't have the luxury of going against really good competition every day in practice. So I'd rather go against it in the game and have game film. You know, we may be the only HBCU school that's lost three fifth-year seniors this year. Uh, guys playing other places that should have been on our basketball team this year. So it will tell you how deep we would have been this year with those three guys not being here. Plus, we, we miss uh, a kid named Derek Griffin, who was player of the year and on the Mission All-American's freshman year. He decided to put his name in the NFL football draft last year. So we have built something really, really special. I think we still can do something special just, just because of our schedule. You mentioned fifth-year seniors. You've got one in uh, Dante Clark, and he's a guy who's had experience in this. He scored 14 points here a few years ago. Well, Dante we talked about playing here uh, a couple of years ago. And like I said to our players, everything that we do this year so far has been a true a true stat. He's averaging 15 and five, but he's averaging 15 and five because number one schedule in the country. So it's like it's no padded padded stats in our stats. Everything is true. So hopefully we can continue uh, to play at another level, and now our stats should go up where other guys' stats will go down. You know, Trey Jefferson is averaging 23 points a game. He's seven in the country. And uh, hopefully by the time we get to our, uh, our conference, he's the number one scorer in the country this year. I give a possible thing. Uh, last couple things for you. Without Trey and without Robert Lewis and Derek Bruce, what do you expect to get done here tonight against BYU? Well, we want to execute at a, at a real good pace. I thought last game we played against TCU, we had a great first half, really, really good first half. And uh, I don't think we played well at all in Wyoming because of the altitude. But we want to take the Wyoming game and the TCU game and bring it here tonight and get better. So when January 1st comes, we're a really good basketball team. And plus, we have, we, we've had some days of practice before we came here, and we have some days of practice before our next game. And that's been the thing that's been missing with, with our basketball team is lack of practice days. Finally, Coach, have you ever been in the Marriott Center? Have you ever crossed paths with Coach Dave Rose? Never. First time uh, for both. And uh, when I walked in last night, I see why BYU is a special program. This is a special arena. Uh, and I want to give my guys some special things throughout their college career. That's, that's why I enjoy uh, going all over the country playing. Like I told the announcers today, uh, we don't raise money for other programs like some teams. We keep all our money. And so by us keeping all our money, we've able to stay in nice hotels and eat in the hotels and, and give these guys the same experience that the BCS schools are experienced. And when I walked here last night and saw this arena, I was like, wow, this is just unbelievable. It's great to have you here. Coach, best of luck, especially in league and safe travels. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, that is Texas Southern head coach Mike Davis. Time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here's some more BYU basketball trivia for y'all. It's multiple choice. We don't do multiple choice a lot. 
Which one of these four former BYU Cougars scored the most points in a BYU uniform? A, Brock Zilstra. B, Mike Rose, legendary three-point marksman. C, Austin Ainge, starting point guard for BYU. Or D, Mark Durant. The answer is coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Oz will drive it, give to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. All right, they're getting you set for BYU and Texas Southern in the Cougars' non-conference finale. Time to get you the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Minds. Multiple choice, which of these four former BYU Cougars scored the most points in a BYU uniform? A, Brock Zilstra, B, Mike Rose, C, Austin Ainge, or D, Mark Durant? Well, first of all, that's an impressive list, and uh, I wasn't a scorer by any means, but I did have longevity going for me. So unlike my brother Devin and my cousin Kevin, even though I didn't <laughs> score a lot, I'm going to go with me just because I played in a heck of a lot of games. And I'm hoping that on Christmas you wouldn't pose a question like that and if the answer wasn't me. So I'm going with Mark Durant. You know me well. Brock Zilstra, 607 points. Mike Rose, 620 points. Austin Ainge, 668 points. Mark Durant, 687 points. Nice. nice. Not, I'm not scaring the 1,000-point club. That's, but that's, but that's, that's solid. Very, very solid. Our closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show straight ahead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside.
Time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. Timpanogos Regional Hospital's emergency room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23,000 for current ER wait times. Still on the shelf, Dalton Nixon, Braden Shaw, and Ryan Andrus. Tip-off is next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.